local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And a wonderful Wednesday afternoon to you here in the Central Valley on the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas with you. Always privileged to serve as your concierge for conversation as we take a look at the plethora of issues affecting you and me right here in California's Central Valley. Thank you for joining us on uh, this wonderful opportunity to be live and local, to give you a voice in what's happening around us here on the Mike Douglas Show, 3 to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. I want to give you an update, uh, if you are not aware of it, of what's happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Get to that in just a moment. Before we do that, uh, just an update on Stanislaus County. And again, I, I, I have to repent of my attitude last Friday. I, I didn't think we'd ever get below 20 cases per 100,000 on the COVID stats and thereby giving us who have been vaccinated permission to not wear a mask in public buildings if we've been fully vaccinated. I didn't think we'd ever get below 20. Well, <clears throat> not those words were barely out of my mouth. Then uh, Stanislaus County did it on uh, Monday the 15th. Uh, we were at 195 cases per 100,000, which meant that the order was rescinded. Uh, and we could wear, uh, we get, rather, we were given permission not to wear masks in public buildings if we're vaccinated. And uh, that order uh, coming from Julie Washampayan, who's the uh, health officer for the county of Stanislaus. However, I, I hasten to remind all of us that the last paragraph of that order says the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and Stanislaus County Public Health recommend that fully vaccinated people continue to mask in indoor public settings until the case rate drops below seven cases per 100,000 people per day. The Stanislaus County Health Officer will continue to assess the public health situation as it continues to evolve and may reissue the face covering order as changing circumstances dictate. So I was a little wary about that, a little bit afraid that uh, we'd, we'd go right back up to 20 or above. But again, very interesting on Monday. We in Stanislaus County were at 19.5 cases per 100,000. Yesterday on the 16th, 19.73. I've never seen 73 hundredths of a person, but uh, anyway, you like the statistics and are well-versed in stats, you understand the dynamic there. And then today, we actually went lower in Stanislaus County, uh, according to the county stats, we're at 18.1 cases per 100,000. So at the moment, we're hovering just below that 20 person per or 20 cases per 100,000 threshold. And uh, many of us are, are happy not to wear a mask in public places uh, if we are fully vaccinated. Although, I don't know about you, 
I've noticed uh, in a lot of in in some of the bigger stores, the the big box stores, the supermarkets. I would say probably ninety percent of the people in there are are wear, have been wearing masks, and I do, I do just because I'm being compliant and out of respect for others. I don't like it. I don't think it actually cuts down much on the transmission of COVID-19 since I'm fully vaccinated, but there you go. And and we know at this point that if you're fully vaccinated, you can still acquire COVID-19 and you can still transmit COVID-19, which brings us back to the original issue. Remember back uh, 18, 19 months or so ago, what was, what was the, the big thing that we were supposed to do? Wear masks so that we could flatten the curve, meaning so that we could flatten the curve of those people who are hospitalized for COVID-19 and, and reduce the impact upon hospitals. That went away a long time ago. And then, and then a lot of government people said to us, or at least intimated to us, that, well, you get vaccine, the vaccine, and we're going to conquer COVID-19. It will be no more. Uh, well, no, no, because if you get the vaccine, you can still acquire COVID-19, and you can still transmit it. And so there we go. And it comes down to a matter of trust. Do you, do you trust anything that's coming out of the mouths of government officials regarding COVID-19 these days. Um, Again, I mentioned it yesterday. The old uh, Ronald Reagan saw is trust but verify. I don't know if that was original with him or not, but he certainly popularized it. And that's why we have to look at so many different sources. Anyway, so there we are. That's the status in Stanislaus County. All right, let's get to what's happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin today. Basically, the uh, proceedings have been adjourned for today. The jury uh, will come back tomorrow morning. Uh, Whether or not they need to deliberate again uh, or not, not sure. Uh, Whether we'll get a verdict tomorrow morning, not sure. But uh, the big deal today was that the jury wanted to see the videos that were shown in evidence during the trial. They wanted to have another look at those. And there was some saber-rattling between the judge and the prosecution and the judge and the defense, frankly, uh, regarding whether the jury should be able to see those videos and if they could just take a look at it once or if they could uh, see it as many times as they wanted, etc., etc. So basically, the final decision was that the jury uh, could see the videos And they were going to be allowed back into the courtroom because apparently there's a big TV in the courtroom. What they're looking at up in the jury or wherever the jury room is, uh, is on a computer, which, of course, is a small screen. They wanted to see it on the big screen. And so they invited the jury back into the courtroom and the judge and everybody else ordered themselves out of the room. And so the jury was allowed to be in the courtroom to review those videos for as long as they wanted. Apparently, uh, that ended uh, just not too long ago, in the next last uh, maybe one and a half, two hours or so. And so the proceedings uh, ended for the day. We'll see what happens tomorrow. 
What was interesting to me, though, and I'd like your take on this, I was watching the judge and listening to him during part of his uh, uh, comments. It would be around uh, a little bit after 1 o'clock our time, which would have been, what, uh, 3 o'clock their time? They're about two hours ahead of us, I believe. And he was musing about live court proceedings being broadcast on television and social media. And he was musing about the fact that in the past he, he had been all for that as a matter of allowing the public to see what's going on. And, but, but now apparently he's rethinking his position on that. And I, I, I tend to agree with him, uh, and, 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 but it's a tension. For, it's a dynamic tension for me. One is uh, the, the right of the public to know what's going on in, in the courtroom. But on the other hand, look at what's happening as the, uh, the pundits, the talking heads, uh, the, the Twitter sphere, whatever it's called, and anybody who has a social media account seizing upon whatever they see and, uh, and blasting uh, or not, complimenting or blasting what's going on. How, how Kyle Rittenhouse can get a fair verdict, I don't know. At Lester, yesterday we learned, uh, I believe it was Greg Jarrett reported on Fox News that some of uh, the Fox people inside the courtroom could hear the mob outside uh, ranting and raving, whatever they were saying. And uh, there was some concern that if the jury could hear that, if they could hear it in the courtroom, could the jury hear it in the jury room? And might that not affect them in terms of being intimidated about delivering a guilty or not guilty verdict? And so I, I, uh, I'm thinking about this as well. What do you th- are, are we reaching the point because of the availability of social media and mass media and the internet, internet and the spontaneous explosion of information all over the world as it happens? Are we at a point today that the founders probably did not anticipate uh, back at the founding of our country, are we at a point now where we need to revisit the public's right to know of what's going on in a capital case like this, potentially? I mean, it, it, we're, we're talking about uh, a murder case. Uh, can Kyle Rittenhouse or anyone in his circumstances possibly get a fair trial? Well, possibly, but can they get a fair verdict if the jury is being intimidated? We know that some people took pictures of the jury, apparently, at, at some point as they were coming into the courtroom. And uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we're at a point today when we need to revisit that. And possibly, I, I believe the proceedings ought to be recorded, absolutely, for posterity, and to study how a trial evolves I don't know. I'm more and more as we get these threats. You know, if it's a not guilty verdict, we're gonna burn the town down again. Uh, I just think maybe we're at a point 
in our society today where we need to protect those who are on trial. And remember, if we're if we are the defendant, technically we are innocent until proven guilty. But that's not the way social media treats defendants. It's not the way the news media treats defendants. It's a whole different ballgame today. What do you think? Do we what do we need to change the way we have public access to court proceedings? I'm leaning towards Let's sequester the jury. Man, if I'm on a jury, I don't want to be sequestered. But I'm throwing this out. Ought ought we not to take a look at cases like this where it's a serious crime and, and possible serious sentencing? Are we reaching the point where we need to have a gag order where the proceedings are not public and uh, the the trial can be seen later, but in fairness to the defendant, we not publicize what's going on during the trial. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just leaning that way. What do you think? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And, of course, you can always email me at mikeon. 1360 at gmail.com. Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. And we'll talk about that and also an interesting uh, tidbit coming out of Sacramento about the right to housing. Is there a right to housing? We'll talk about it coming up on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca, slow today. Union Road to 99 with eastbound 205 through Tracy, tied up from Grantline Road to MacArthur Drive. South 99 leaving 120, also slow too, all the way to Ripon. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune the news on 1360 AM KFIV. From the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. This report is sponsored by Red Pilled America. This week on Red Pilled America, we tell the story of multimedia icon Glenn Beck and how he blazed the trail for how to fight back against cancel culture. Listen to Red Pilled America on the iHeartRadio app. That's Red Pilled America. It's always been there when you turn on the faucet, take a shower, or water the lawn. So it's easy to think that it's always going to be there. But climate change and more frequent, severe droughts are putting our water supply in danger. California is in the midst of a serious drought, and we can take action to help save water. Let's work together to make it last. To learn more about the changes you can make indoors and outdoors to conserve water, visit SaveOurWater.com. J.D. Hunt is hiring Class A truck drivers in this area now. We have local and semi-local truck driving jobs available in our dedicated contract services fleet. At J.D. Hunt, you'll find a small company feel with the stability of an industry leader. From competitive pay and career growth potential to medical benefits after 30 days of employment and additional benefits like a company-matched 401k, vacation, and on-site management. Ready to join the J.B. Hunt team? Visit drivejbhunt.com for more information. That's drivejbhunt.com. 
Dell Technologies' biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with top tech up to 50% off during their Black Friday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs, along with servers, monitors, and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And we're back with Leo, Emo, and Doug for the final question. Category is Things You Climb. All right, Lemu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Uh, oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. We pay for what you need. Hey, it's Buck Sexton. If you enjoy listening to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, you better check out the Buck Sexton podcast. It's out every morning. A quick rundown of all the news of the day. Please subscribe to the Buck podcast on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. So happy to have you with us as we are live and local, talking about the issues of the day and giving you the opportunity to react to what's happening right now. And I know it's so hard to have a voice on the national shows, as wonderful as they are, but uh, thanks to iHeartMedia for providing us the opportunity to uh, be able to discuss these things locally, and uh, we want to make sure that your voice is heard. Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. My email, mike on 1360 at gmail.com. That comes directly to me. Nobody else sees it. Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. Talking about the uh, court proceedings in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the judge uh, talking out loud earlier today in a a moment of of downtime about uh, the fact that he used to really believe in in having public access to live coverage of trials, but uh, now he's uh, possibly rethinking that. I'm rethinking it too. Uh, you know, I th- there is the the public right to know, and I, I believe that's important. But on the other hand, I even think it's more important for defendants, whether we think they're guilty or not guilty, it doesn't matter. But think about if you and I are the defendant, wouldn't we want the best possibility of a righteous and true verdict? one that is not influenced by intimidating mobs on the, on the steps of the courthouse, uh, a, a, a verdict that, uh, where jur- jurors are, are not intimidated by national news media and uh, their opinions of whether the person is guilty or not. I know they're not supposed to hear any of that, but let's be real. In our information age, uh, stuff happens in that regard. So I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we need to rethink uh, the, all of this. And, of course, court TV, I, I watch, I don't have a lot of time to watch TV. I'm going to be very honest with you. With the 10 or 12 hats I wear, 
Uh, not a lot of time to watch television, but, uh, you know, on airplanes and long trips and uh, the occasional downtime, I enjoy watching uh, court TV and such. And uh, I do believe there's value in the public knowing what's going on during court proceedings. My question now, however, is, is there a pressing need to know in real time? in live television, or do it, does that negatively sway, or negatively or affirmatively, <laughs> in an affirming way, sway the, uh, the jury? I, I just think we're at an age where we need to re-examine that, uh, whether these trials ought to be broadcast live on television and, and social media. I mean, I've, I've kept my eye on it on a, on a browser, here through a feed from uh, an NBC affiliate in, in Chicago. Uh, the, the audio we got yesterday was from that particular feed. So I, I think there's value in it, but I, I think that the higher good here is, is, is the benefit to the defendant. And I'm not sure the defendants in the United States of America are getting a fair shake anymore with a live broadcast trials. You may disagree, and that's fine. I, I'm, I'm really searching for a, a position here, but I'm leaning towards, I'm not sure that live TV broadcasts are still the way to go. What do you think? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And just parenthetically on that, how could the jury, if, if the, the people in the courtroom are hearing this, here, here's another aspect to it. If the people in the courtroom can hear the mob outside and their jeers or their threat, whatever hap- is happening out there, I'm thinking probably the jury can hear it as well. Do, do we need to have new laws that protect defendants from jury intimidation and protect the jury from jury intimidation. Again, you know, it's always a fine line between the First Amendment and, uh, you know, the the right to say what you want to say versus intimidating a jury. My opinion, I I don't know that uh, that it's a great benefit. Let's go very quickly uh, to Gail and Modesto. Gail got a mi- about a minute here. What what's your uh, what's your opinion on this? Thanks very much. My opinion is that it's time to return to ethics, and it's time for our media to once again report the news and not give us their take or their commentary on it. Hmm. So you're looking at uh, the media having some ethics. Televise, televise the trial, of course, because we the people have a right to watch that and see the process. Don't give us your opinion on it hmm. until it's over. Okay, well. Or maybe not at all. That's not the job of the media. The job of the media is supposed to be to report, to report it, the truth. Interesting. And uh, Gail, we're way past Gail, I got to run here uh, very quickly, uh, uh, but I want to get back to uh, some of your points. You, you bring up some interesting thoughts. I'm going to speak to that in about five minutes. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Mike Douglas' show continues in about five minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Sometimes love can be deadly. The Crazy in Love podcast digs into real-life stories of relationships that took a gruesome turn. Each week, explore a new case about murder in the name of love. She was obsessed. She was a stalker. She wouldn't take no for an answer. Overkill's outward manifestation, the highest level of anger a human being can actually achieve. Listen to Crazy in Love on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J and J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca, slow from Main Street to 99 right now, and it really gets tough uh, leaving uh, 99 uh, from 120 heading south through Ripon. Traffic remains slow all the way to Jack Tone Road. Five through Lathrop and French Camp at the limit right now. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show clip of the day. Want more of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show? Google the Rush Limbaugh YouTube channel and check out Clay and Buck's clip of the day. Clay and Buck pick one of the hottest topics discussed, giving you a chance to not just hear, but see the two of them break it down. Google Rush Limbaugh's YouTube channel and check out the clip of the day. Dateline, the true crime original. All new mysteries, Friday nights on NBC, next day on Peacock, and ready to binge wherever you get your podcasts. There's no escape from Dateline, so don't even try. What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and navage, 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 and should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug. It's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage pulled out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and Walmart. Or go to Navage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over 2 million sold. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Hi, Mike Douglas here. Whether you're at a business or in a home office working all day, your pets need healthy activity. Your pets want activity and love. That's why I want to introduce you to my friends at Canines on the Move. They give your pets the love and exercise they need when you can't. From dog walking to pet sitting when you travel, Canines on the Move can make a difference. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. Call today and get your first walking service on them. That's 209 209- 9226-1150. Tell them Mike sent you. The pandemic is forging important changes across health and science. On Breakthrough, a new series from the Prognosis Podcast, we look at the medical mysteries and the opportunities COVID is living in its way. From the new condition doctors are trying to understand and treat, to how mRNA technology promises to revolutionize the fight against diseases like cancer and multiple sclerosis. Listen to Prognosis Breakthrough on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This report is sponsored by Red Pilled America. This week on Red Pilled America, we tell the story of multimedia icon Glenn Beck and how he blazed the trail for how to fight back against cancel culture. 
Listen to Red Pilled America on the iHeartRadio app. That's Red Pilled America. A mix of sun and clouds today, highs in the low 60s, partly cloudy overnight. We'll see temperatures drop into the low 40s with some light wind. Cloudy again tomorrow, low 60s all over again. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And once again, welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us as we are live and local and talk about the issues of the day. To make sure that you have a voice, that your uh, opinions are heard. And again, it's just our privilege to provide that venue for you here on the Mike Douglas Show. My job as your concierge for conversation uh, to just facilitate those conversations as we talk about some of these issues been talking about the whole issue of live tv broadcast and social media streaming of court proceedings and whether or not that is detrimental to the defendant in terms of swaying the jury one way or the other uh, Gail had some good points a couple of minutes ago. I'm going to respond to that. Before we do that, though, let's uh, go up the road a piece to Lodi. And uh, Ed, Ed, welcome. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this whole issue? Well, I have felt for a long time that this is a problem. I, I go all the way back to the Rodney King uh, trial. And I remember the riots that happened after that, and that predated all this social media. I think that we um, have a problem with this, and I think we sensationalize too many things with a, quote, public's right to know. I, I think what needs to happen, I, I think the individual and the individual's rights needs to be superior to the, quote, public's right to know in immediacy. So what I'm thinking is that these things should be maybe delayed, um, even days delayed, and, and have, you know, maybe two or three, you know, records of it so that you can't, you know, so that somebody can't say, well, this is a doctored recording. And, um, and but I, I feel that, uh, you know, the individual has a right, and that right needs to be superior to everything else. And, and um, uh, that that's, that is definitely being abrogated right now um, by, by how things are going. And so my, my opinion is, you know, go ahead and delay this. So go ahead and not have, we don't need to watch these things. I know how the trials work. I know how this stuff works. What I ultimately want to know is what are the results and why. And I think that does not have to be done live. Um, I would, I'm totally opposed to it being done live actually for anybody. And so that's, (laughs) I have felt that way for a long time. And I think uh, back to the Rodney King thing, I think it was the press that promoted the problem more than anything and that's why you had uh riots in multiple cities and and today it's the same thing but we're just using social media and i think that's still going to be out there but it'll be more guesswork and less you know and 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 i think there'd be less jury intimidation and i do think juries need to be somehow protected from all this and i think anybody who's openly speaking about threatening they ought to be charged because Mm -hmm. that's not that's not correct that's a threat yeah, absolutely, uh, Ed. I agree with you, Ed, especially on on that last comment that maybe we need to uh, consider uh, legislation that would uh, protect juries and defendants uh, from intimidation. Uh, Ed, I, I just feel that 
a mob a mob of people uh, screaming insults or whatever they were doing on on the on the steps of the courthouse uh, within earshot of the courtroom and of the jury to me defeats the purpose of the integrity of a trial and uh, I'm I'm all for re- revisiting that in terms of legislation that might deal with it so yeah I uh, I agree with you there Ed hey Thanks for calling in. Thanks for your thoughts today. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Ed. Thanks so much. Uh, so I think Ed, Ed has a good point there, and uh, he also is very interesting. Uh, both he and Gail uh, came back to this issue of the media and how the media seems to be the culprit here in terms of abusing uh, the rights we have to public access to trials and and such. And any right that we have can always be abused. And it seems like we're the, the, the media, especially the, the mass media, has abused their privilege so much over the past couple of years. And, and Ed, Ed goes back and says, well, we, he thinks we can go back to the, the Rodney King era. And look how the press handled it and how there were uh, probably some actions and some comments by members of the press helped fuel the literal flames that that occurred in Los Angeles uh, during that time. So, uh, yeah, Ed, I agree with you. Uh, Ed talked about the individual's right versus the right to know and how the individual's right should be a priority, and I, I agree with that. Going back to uh, some of Gail's uh, comments, uh, she talked about the the media and uh, really wasn't opposed to live coverage of trials, but Gail's thought was the media should cover it with no commentary. And, and although... Gail, I, I think in the best of all possible worlds, that's a wonderful thought. I don't think that's ever likely to happen. Uh, for one thing, for example, what we do here, uh, we're not a news agency. We're about opinions and discussing opinions. And so I think that the nature of media today is you're, you're going to get opinions uh, no matter what. If, if there's coverage, you're going to get uh, opinions and and Gail also talked about uh, an ethical approach to covering these trials. In other words, uh, we report, you decide. Right? Uh, we give you the information, uh, you decide what to do with it. Do we see that much anymore? Not, not really. And that's why I advocate uh, going to many different sources. I, again, some people have asked me, where, where do you go to get unadulterated news, ju- just the, the pure news? And I have to be honest with you, I, I don't have one source. I look at many different sources. I even purposefully go to sources I know that are going to raise the hackles on the back of my neck uh, because it's important to get their perspective as well. Sometimes there's a nugget or two there we need to consider. And so my, I think the best that we can do, my recommendation at this point, where we are in our society today, is look at multiple sources, 
multiple points of view, and then you're intelligent, you're good thinkers. I know that because of your calls. You're excellent thinkers, and so we put all of that into the mix. Uh, We chew on it, we ruminate over it, we think uh, rationally and reasonably, and then we discuss it together respectfully, and even if we have different views, different outcomes, we can disagree without being disagreeable. And, of course, that's quite in opposition to the cancel culture today. But uh, I I think we're at a point, again, where we need to reevaluate that that public access to live coverage of trials. I'm just I'm trying to put myself in in two places. I'm trying to put myself in the place of a juror back in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm trying to imagine what goes through my mind. Let let's say that I'm looking at all of the video evidence that has been provided Uh, the testimonies and such, and let's say that I am pretty much uh, at the point of saying not guilty on the various charges, not guilty. But then I hear the noise out on the steps of the courthouse, and uh, and I begin to be intimidated a little bit. Does it sway my opinion? Can I give Kyle Rittenhouse, a, a fair verdict, or am I, am I worried about the fact my picture's been taken and that disruptors and Tifa types are going to show up on my front lawn and destroy my property and throw things at me? I, you know, this all has to go through your mind and then get into the mind of Kyle Rittenhouse. What do you think he's thinking? Is he going to get a fair shake in terms of a verdict? All of these things uh, I, I think we need to reevaluate in because we didn't have such information accessibility back during the time of the founders uh, and our, our Bill of Rights. We, we, I, I think we need to revisit it, and uh, I appreciate more of your thoughts about what we ought to consider. I like Ed's idea in terms of uh, legislation that would give the defendant priority in terms of protection and and jurors. And if there's any intimidation of defendants, any intimidation of jurors, that uh, there ought to be immediate action against that. Of course, would that action be, be taken in Kenosha, Wisconsin? Look back at the whole thing that started all of this. And you wonder, why did they let Kenosha... Uh, get so far out of hand back in, what was it, August of 2020, to the point where a kid like Kyle Rittenhouse felt that he needed to do his civic duty and and go and help protect folks. Why was it allowed to get to that point? Well, you have to point to local government leaders. Well, we'll continue uh, to talk about that in just a couple of moments. Uh, By the way, I want to remind you of this. Coming up this Friday, a big game, college basketball, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We want you to know this Friday, the Pacific Tigers, University of Pacific men's basketball team is taking on the University of Texas at El Paso, UTEP. And we have some tickets for you. It's a four-packet of tickets if you'd like to go to Friday's game. If you would like to go, Give us a call here, 
209-551-3483. I've got uh, one four-pack of tickets. It's only the second meeting in this series, and the first in Stockton. And uh, the Tigers won a 66-61 contest back in El Paso in 2010, but this is UTEP's first appearance in Stockton. Going to be a big game. Again, we've got a four-pack of tickets for Friday's game. University of Pacific men's basketball, the Tigers versus the University of Texas, El Paso. Give us a call, 209-551-3483. And uh, our producer, Mike, will be happy to set you up with that four-pack of tickets. All right, we'll continue the conversations coming up at 209-551-3483 on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360-KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca, slow from Main Street to 99 right now, and it really gets tough uh, leaving uh, 99 uh, from 120 heading south through Ripon. Traffic remains slow all the way to Jack Tone Road. Five through Lathrop and French Camp at the limit right now. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Red Pilled America. This week on Red Pilled America, we tell the story of multimedia icon Glenn Beck and how he blazed the trail for how to fight back against cancel culture. Listen to Red Pilled America on the iHeartRadio app. That's Red Pilled America. There's nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Just plenty of places to watch and listen to Dateline. Catch all new stories Friday nights on NBC. And next day on Peacock. Binge the latest episodes wherever you get your podcasts. And night or day, stream Peacock's Dateline 24-7 channel. There's no escape from Dateline. The true crime original. Maybe you have a loved one who forgets routine tasks more than usual, like letting the dog out, or struggles with chores like laundry or cooking. Sometimes what may seem like a senior moment consistent with normal aging could be symptoms of MCI, the earliest clinical stage of Alzheimer's. If you or someone you know is experiencing difficulties like these, or other memory issues or mood changes, talk to a doctor and consider asking about cognitive screening. You can also learn more about MCI and its most common cause at itstimewenow.com. Biogen and ASI. In honor of Veteran Day, iHeartMedia presents Veterans You Should Know, a podcast featuring the men and women of our armed forces. Join actor and Marine Corps veteran Rob Riggle as he speaks with fellow vets about their experiences at home and abroad. And I remember thinking, what are the chances an IED for so long that grass is growing on top of it? And that's exactly what happened. There was a pressure plate buried underneath where grass had grown over, and that's the one I stepped on. Listen to Veterans You Should Know on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Our pets are important. They're family. Whether you're working away from home or at home, your pet needs healthy activity. Canines on the Move can help you keep those pets going. They give your pets the love and exercise they need when you're not able to. From dog walking to pet sitting, Canines on the Move can make it. 
difference. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. Call today and your first walking service is free. 209-226-1150. Canines on the Move, 209.com. Want more of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show? Google the Rush Limbaugh YouTube channel and check out Clay and Buck's clip of the day. Clay and Buck pick one of the hottest topics discussed, giving you a chance to not just hear, but see the two of them break it down. Google Rush Limbaugh's YouTube channel and check out the clip of the day. Pentagon's finally doing something about Americans in Afghanistan. I'll tell you about it. And at 5.30, we'll talk to Breitbart's Joe Pollock about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. This afternoon, the Trevor Carey Show, 1360 KFIV. And we're back here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Mike Douglas Show. Been talking about this issue of televised, live televised coverage of trials talking in particular about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And do these uh, live coverages, uh, are, do they work to the detriment of defendants and the jury? I'm concerned about that. Let's find out what more of you think. By the way, a couple of emails uh, coming in. Uh, one of them, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree, we need to be careful. Otherwise, we're going to be back to the Salem witch trials. Yeah, good, uh, good observation there. We're, uh, unfortunately, ethical uh, conduct in terms of uh, the media is uh, almost dead. In, uh, in my opinion, another suggestion uh, for Congress to uh, pass a bill saying no discussion by the media regarding high-profile trials before the trial and during the trial uh, because the media may be affecting jurors. Yeah, interesting thought. Of course, the, the, the tension there is with uh, the freedom of the press and whether that uh, plays into that or not. Well, let's continue to see uh, what uh, what you think at 209-551-3483. Let's go back to uh, Modesto and Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for calling. Hi, hi Mike. Um, thank you for your program. Uh, I'm just, uh, I only caught the last about 15 minutes um, because I was at an appointment. But anyway, um, I really feel sorry for the jury. I do not understand. Am I correct? They are not sequestered? They are not sequestered, to my knowledge, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I really feel they, they knew already that this was going to be a high, a big focus on this particular trial. And they, they, they have the uh, guard standing ready, and yet the the jury is not sequestered, and I think that is a mistake myself. Uh, I would be very concerned had I been on this, or if I were on this jury. I've been on juries before, and even for lesser crimes, you feel, at least I did, very, very, um, you know, pictured to make the right decision, the fair, just decision, and in fact, I and one other person who happened to be a man were the holdouts on one trial that I sat on. And um, anyway, we, we buckled, uh, and this was not anything compared to what this is now. So anyway, I just am very concerned about, the, about this jury and what they're hearing, uh, because you can't tell me that they don't go home and, and talk to people or uh, watch TV. I just um, can't imagine that they don't. Uh, so anyway, I think I feel for the jury for their safety, and I feel for their 
um, succumbing to the notoriety and all of the publicity. So I'm against having the television on, uh, you know, showing this on air. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I, Nancy, I think the, the problem that we have today is that information flow has become too powerful, too plentiful. And you would think information yes. f- is good, right? Uh, good information is good. But <laughs> the way we handle it, I think, good Nancy, is is unethical, right? Uh, right. And I, yeah, I, I think that's I a whole issue. And, and Gail, who called earlier, mm-hmm. brought up the issue of ethics. And you use the word ethics mm-hmm. and the national media in the same sentence now, and it seems like... <laughs> Like a contradiction oh, in terms, yeah. don't you think, Nancy? Oh my great, goodness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great thoughts. Thanks, thanks for calling. Appreciate that very much. <laughs> we're we're here at two zero nine five five one three four eight three. By the way, John uh, has four tickets to the University of Pacific versus UTEP, University of Texas at El Paso, coming up this Friday, and uh, we got a few, just a few more minutes. Uh, we still have more tickets available. I'm told if you'd like uh, uh, that four uh, four of those tickets, a little family pack there to attend the game, big game this coming up this Friday at uh, in Stockton. Uh, love to have you give us a call. Again, uh, the number here, 209-551-3483. It's the Pacific Tigers men basketball team taking on the University of Texas at El Paso. Uh, tickets available now. Give you a four-pack of tickets. Give us a call, 209-551-3483. Still have two or three minutes here. Should be a, a very interesting game, a historic game, as this is UTEP's first visit to Stockton. Not the first time they played each other, but their first visit to Stockton. Uh, the last time that uh, UOP played uh, UTEP was in 2010, and, and they won 66-61. Uh, to 61. So we'll see what happens this Friday. Again, you're welcome to call if you would, uh, if you would like some tickets to this coming uh, Friday's game. Again, coming coming back to this whole issue of, of the live coverage of the Rittenhouse trial and trials in general, uh, the, the dynamic tension for me is freedom of the press, the public's right to know versus the protection of the defendant and the protection of the jury. I think we are at a point today where we can guarantee neither from intimidation. And there's still, uh, uh, we, we need to guarantee that. I like what Ed had to say a couple of minutes ago, that the rights, the ethical rights of the defendant and the jurors should outweigh uh, the right of the media to have live coverage and uh, the public and the talking heads and the national media to opine one way or the other, and for people to stand on the steps of the courthouse and rail at the jurors inside in a threatening manner. And uh, I agree with Ed. I I think we need to look at legislation, and I know the ACLU won't like it, and some of you may may object to this as well, but I think we ought to have uh, some legislation to protect juries against intimidation. 
Well, we'll think about that overnight. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow here at 3 o'clock. Remember, Trevor Carey coming up at 4 o'clock here. I will see you tomorrow at 3 on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.